I'm Shannon. I'm Mark. And this is Dirt Sailor, the podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. We also have Facebook and Instagram pages under Dirt Sailor Podcast. Happy Throat Punch Thursday. Well, happy Throat Punch Thursday. How are you? I'm doing all right. A little sore from some diamond mining activities, but how are you? I'm doing awesome. So do you call it diamond mining if you don't retrieve anything? <laughs> Attempted diamond mining. Attempted mining. Yeah, so far no luck, but we'll see what happens. Well, you have more time. You I do, time. that I do. Yeah. It's been interesting driving across this country of ours and seeing how different uh, states do things, even different cities. How other people look and how they sound and how they live. Yes. Yeah. It is quite different. Yeah, I bet it is. Definitely been nice to see how how others do it. You don't always get it right, so. Well, that affords you the opportunity if you want to relocate to another state to look around and see what uh, what the haps is. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so far it's a very hot haps, so <laughs> we'll see uh, how that ends up It's going. hot here. It's 102. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had some days in the hundreds. Well, in, in the 90s and in the hundreds, depending on where we were at. But with the humidity, it made it go much higher. Oh, I bet. Well, so anyway, where are we going? So we are going uh, to start with how hot it is, California and some of the drought restrictions that have been popping up. I know we've been talking about it on our podcast, but California has seen some new water rules, uh, such as in San Diego, landscape watering is limited to no more than three days per week. So they actually get some landscape watering, whereas in Huron, they said no dice, not going to happen, 0%. Nothing outside. Vegetable garden, grass, tree, doesn't matter. No watering. So then they should provide free beer then so everybody can swap over from water to beer. <laughs> don't even don't even do it on the inside of your house. Just go. That's right. Just water with beer. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting because a lot of it, though, is restrictions on residential areas, but not on commercial areas. So washing your vehicle at home. Yeah, that's true. Washing your vehicle at home is not allowed, but commercial car washes are. Having your own your own personal nursery or vegetable garden, you can only water three days a week in San Diego, but commercial growers, nurseries, and even golf courses are allowed to water as often as they want. So this is kind of like COVID, right, where they picked winners and losers. So the big corporations get to sustain themselves and the little guy gets squished. Right. And think about what happens, though, as you let your grass die. When they decide there's no water restrictions, we have enough water again, and they say, oh, you can have grass again. What do most people do? Turn to commercial, (laughs) get there, either get sod, so that's a commercial thing or they go get seed which is from a commercial company to try and maintain it so who wins in the end or always the commercial people do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's quite interesting to see these water restrictions come down i mean it's not conserving is one thing but it it's never enough 
there'll always be someone else who gets to do what you can't. That is correct. So it's just like COVID. That the little, it is. Mo- the little mom and pops around town couldn't stay open where they would seat 10 to 20 people, even if it was outside. But a Costco or a Walmart or a Target that can house up to a thousand or more were allowed to stay open. Right. And in California, they started closing down worship services because they said that it was going to be super spreading events. But yet the same amount of people could go into a Walmart or a Target or a Costco and be fine. So, in fact, some churches actually started holding their services inside of Walmart just to prove how silly it was. Just to prove a point and how silly it was, it's a good point to prove because they got a lot of this wrong. Oh, they did. They got a lot wrong with COVID. And in fact, they got uh, they're continuing to get it wrong because the Biden administration just released another statement that vaccines have no side effects. And so they they now say children six months and older can get the vaccine and they they're had health official made the false claim that the COVID-19 vaccine has had no side effects, no negative consequences. So they're still going about either the vaccines or even with medical issues during COVID. Did you know that they started um, like individuals with Down syndrome or other cognitive issues they started putting dnrs on some of them against their family wishes or without their families knowing so they could pump them full of drugs that got the hospital's money and then ultimately ended up killing the patients which got the hospitals more money no they would never do anything like that we're too honest of a society yeah well yeah we're too honest except the cares act said anyone who died during covid protocols the hospital that was treating them couldn't be sued So it doesn't matter if it was medical malpractice or not. The hospitals can't be sued because of the CARES Act. Well, I watched a little special today on one of my favorite channels. Actually, two of my favorite channels. One of them, the the gentleman talked about five studies on natural immunity Mm -hmm. and the lack of efficacy, again, which we've talked about with the shot and the high and the hybrid fix. Well, then I scrolled over to the second channel I normally watch, and it was interesting that two doctors, one that was castigated for um, saying that he was really concerned about the vaccine, even though he now says it's not a vaccine. Oh, it's because a, yeah, it's the doctor that invented mRNA. Yeah, the M- uh, mRNA itself. MRNA, he's sorry, saying yes. yeah. No, he's saying that that the way it's written is not how we define a vaccine, but just with everything else that Dr. Fauci and them did, they just changed definitions to fit their needs. Right. And the way the shot was administered and the way the cocktail was uh, brewed, now that they're having a little bit of a chance to study it, it's really not as advertised. But what is advertised by Forbes magazine here the last couple of days is the fact that biopharmaceutical industry provides 75% of the FDA's drug review budget. Really? 
Yes, and that's directly out of Forbes magazine. So they're the ones that let the cat out of the bag the last couple of days. So how can there be truth in advertising and truth in this vaccine when the very people that are creating the vaccines are the ones paying for the reviews, which means that the reviews are going to come out exactly the way they want them to. Yeah, the bias in their own review. Yes, there's going to be tons of bias in their own reviews. Yeah, and yet people will still wholly trust this this government, these government officials, and say somehow think that they're still only out for their best interest. I don't understand that. Right. Well, they felt the numbers early on the vaccines were a good thing because for every one person, for every 6.5 people that had at least one shot, it would save one person or it would help one person. So now with this new variant, which is um, Omicron, BA5 and 6 and 7 now, it's 840-ish. So it takes 840 people to to get a vaccine to save one or to help one. Therefore, why would you ask, if you look at the subtotal of the parts, why would you be asking kids six months old and older to take a vaccine that still still is unproven. Yeah. And here's how I say it's unproven. In my opinion, there are side effects. There are tons of side effects and people are experiencing them. And these industry people are gaslighting and trying to hide the fact that myocarditis and all these other maladies are happening. So when somebody gets COVID naturally and they're able to survive and fight it off, then they have these, memory B cells and T cells that can help them fight the next time a pandemic happens or if there's a repeat of COVID. Uh, How many side effects do you get from your own natural immunities? Right. It's generally zero. And instead of accepting, which we've accepted for years, natural immunity, we're saying, no, get the shot instead. And that's what was interesting about these five studies that basically what they were all saying and they're all peer reviewed was that governments need to slow down on this vaccine thing. Right. Well, we don't know what we don't know. And so as they do more, we're learning the negatives. Yes. We don't know what we don't. And instead of slowing down, we're speeding up. We're telling more people to get it. Like you just said, five, five and under children. Well, right, right now it's fall. Right now it's fall the money. Because that's where the money's at. Because there's big money in this vaccination program right now. Well, right. Look at Pfizer and look at all of the companies that their their stock has just gone way up and how much money they're worth has gone way up. And they act like they're doing it for altruistic reasons, which is clearly right. not the case. They can't well, be I, sued. I've been, I've been paying special attention to every time. And some people call it an advertisement. Others call it an advertisement comes on the television or radio talking about any drug, whether it's for cancer or diabetes or glaucoma or a common headache, generally during the commercial or at the end, they fire off a list, a litany of potential side effects. Right. So we're being led to believe now that every other drug they've invented and come out with in pill, there's tons of side effects 
yet the vaccination there's very limited or up to zero. Right. Well, you can't have it both ways. Either things cause side effects or they don't. Yeah. How is this somehow the the unicorn? Exactly. Okay, enough of that. I don't like the pharmaceutical crud, and I don't like the way we were taken liberties. Liberties were taken from us the last couple of years. We understand we beat that horse to death. That you know, people were saved, some people died. Well, they they created this mess, and then they came up with a fix. Well, you know what else is a mess? The fact that we don't have inflation. We don't. You listen to the experts. We don't have inflation. Right, we don't have inflation, and if the administration's asked about it, it's we're told that it's a lie and that it's not happening. Well, we're we're feeling growing pains because we're switching from petroleum to clean energy. That, right, that's the, why it's not inflation. Well, it's funny that you bring that up. So even Biden had said that it was a good thing that this our our current issues were a good thing because of this switchover. from petroleum but yet the gas companies are the bad guys the petroleum companies are the bad guys only out for profit and that's why we have sky high prices and i'm kind of confused on which one is it is it that we have sky high prices because we're switching over from petroleum or is it because people are greedy and money hungry and jacking up the prices we've kind of gotten the runaround on that well, this is the same issues that happen every time these guys tinker with an economy or they tinker with laws in states and it has an adverse effect and it becomes everybody else's problem but their own. They make excuse after excuse after excuse. That's called poor leadership. That's why I don't understand why some people vote for these people because they get the same tired dog every single time i i just don't get it and i bet you if you dive into all these economists that are backing our president and the president ourselves, their investment portfolios i guarantee you include thousands of shares of pharmaceuticals and thousands of shares of petroleum products oh no doubt I don't doubt that. We don't have to see what Biden's son's doing or or we we aren't allowed to know what he's doing because it's not disclosable. But I bet Biden, by way of his son, is making money off the same thing. Absolutely, they are, because the guy has been in politics for 45 years. He should not be a multimillionaire. None of them should be. No, because the money doesn't add up. Not not at the rate at which they spend. Nope, not at all. So I was watching a little news clip today about a Senate special committee that has convened in Texas. Oh, and what are they about to do? They're looking at the police response to the mass shooting that took place. Oh, in Uvalde? In Uvalde. Yeah, I just heard that... So the police had claimed that there was a specialty locked door and that they had to wait for a key to get in. Yes. And now others are saying that there was no locked door. No, there there was within three minutes, five officers on scene 
in bulletproof vests with enough gear to take the person down. When they were fired upon, they ran the other way. The commander that was in charge really blew his response. Shortly thereafter, there was nine officers in there, and they took no action. And I heard at one point with him, like he basically didn't take incident commander status. So he didn't take a walkie-talkie, radio, nothing. He had zero zilch, not a nothing. I don't know if the school had a walkie-talkie system, but he had no police radio. There was no communication. He had nothing. So he didn't take incident commander, didn't take lead, didn't do that. And shortly thereafter, he became, I think, a school board member and left his post. Yeah, I just don't. I don't get that. So there was a teacher that survived. He was shot twice. His his last name was Reyes. All of his students were killed. Wow. Part of his students, they were fourth graders, had cell phones and were calling 911 for help. And no one was coming. At the time they were calling for help, there was 19 officers inside the building for 20 minutes. At 12.50 in the afternoon, one hour and 17 minutes later, the Border Patrol team entered, shot and killed him in the class. Very, very sad. He is. He says that he slammed them in this review and he will never trust an officer again. And he does not believe that he can ever go into a classroom and teach again. Yeah. He's he's heartbroken. I would be too. Because all the family members, like as we would be, lost a son, lost a daughter, a grandchild, a nephew, a niece. He lost every one of his students. And he had them practice the protocols, which was laying underneath their desk, pretending like they were asleep or they were down, which he did as well. And the guy still went bounced back and forth from the two classrooms through that open center door and killed all of his students. Wow. Well, officers stood outside, did nothing with an unlocked door that there was no key. And they are 100% right. You know, we can't armchair quarterback, but these guys get paid to put their lives on the line and risk what they risk. None of those students had bulletproof vests on. None of those students were trained. None of those little kids, none of those little babies were armed. Right. Uh, And I'm not saying that kids could have done different because they are children, and I wouldn't expect my kids to do different. But 98% of shootings seem to happen. I believe I heard it was 98% in gun-free zones. Yes. Mass shootings, not just yes. shoot, regular shootings, but 98% of mass shootings are in a gun-free zone. Uh, the police, obviously, being on site didn't help. The fact that they were looking into this kid, this 18-year-old, for his multiple mental health issues and doing nothing about it. Apparently, he just had a lengthy history, and yet nothing was done about him no record made that would stop him from owning a gun. So even if we had the system in place, you have to utilize it. Well, and that begs a question for my own personal 
mindset is where did a kid that was unemployed living with his grandparents or grandfather or grandmother afford two guns like that with all that ammo? It's a pretty big expense. Yeah, unless the store somehow sold it to him on credit and he just put a down payment and they let him take the take the weapons. Uh, I don't know. None of that. None of that makes any sense at all. No, uh, no conspiracy theories here or anything. That guy was a bad kid. Unfortunately, he was twisted up in his head. Something happened. He went and killed a bunch of little babies. So right. Well, I mean, some up. say if they had better walls, if they had better systems, if they had a metal detector that they would have to pass through, maybe that would have stopped him. But in this particular case, like not in this, sorry, not in this case, but in Chicago, a 15 year old high school student was able to bring a gun to school and every student is required to pass through a metal metal detector. So luckily that, you know, it didn't result in another mass shooting there. But bad guys, bad kids, people who wish to do harm will find ways to do it. Yes. And unfortunately, a lot of them exist in society. And mass gun control, taking 100% of everything out of somebody's hands is not going to stop it. You take bats out of kids' hands, it's not going to stop anything. Right. Bad people, bad people will be bad people. Absolutely. No matter what, we've had bad people back in biblical times as well. So this is not, this is nothing. It's not new. It's just the the weapon of choice has changed, unfortunately. Speaking of changing things. I don't know why I even want to talk about it because I haven't been following it, but I've been listening to little excerpts here and there of this idiotic January 6th committee and all these little, I don't know what you call them. I don't know what they are. They're grandstanding. It feels like grandstanding, putting on a show. They're making sure they're not going to let the former president get on the 2024 ballot. That's no, they're going to do everything they can yeah, to that's stop what this it. This is all about. They've tried to impeach him three times or twice for sure. They wanted to do it a third. Uh, they made up all this hokey doke crap. You, you listen to them, and it's just what what is going on here? If well, Adam Schiff were, even it, came up and made up his own evidence, and somehow that's not like he doctored evidence, and somehow that's still okay. If these people would have spent this much time on Hillary Clinton, she absolutely would be in prison right now. No, it's just if he were if he were a Democrat, they wouldn't be doing this. No, no. They, they, and that's my point exactly is they would have just pushed this all under the carpet. Well, according to a new report that came out, the police, uh, the D.C. police actually had plain clothes police officers there and apparently they like there was a listing of all of the the different police units and when referring to them they would say this police officer that police officer this police unit and when it came to this electronic monitoring unit that they had out there they just called them like persons or people or individuals they didn't call them police because they didn't want it noted that they had apparently for several days set up plainclothes police officers to be at the rallies that were actually given permission to be there. They had already um, planned to be at those rallies, the Stop the Steal, and there was more than just that one going on. So D.C. had plainclothes police officers recording there. And apparently... 
and some of the recordings that have been released, not just with the police officers, but with some of the surveillance that was going on. There was officers who were seen opening doors for people, inviting people in. Um, the In one area, the crowd was like peaceful and just protesting or rallying or whatever you want to call it. And then all of a sudden they start firing like tear gas and stuff into the crowd that was doing nothing. And as they're being asked later on, is there any um, undercover agents? Did the FBI have anyone there? Did the um, D.C. police have anyone? They keep saying no or that they won't not necessarily no, but they won't say it's police tactics or whatever. So there's been more that's out there that they won't release, but then on the very narrow margin that they will release, you're just supposed to draw the conclusion that everything was on the up and up. Yeah, that's why all these protests in all these other cities where they actually burned whole buildings down and actually actually really killed people. Those are they, peaceful. They did nothing, and those were classified as peaceful protests. We're, we're upside down here right now. This, this country's upside down. Well, I would say people are starting to see it because even Texas flipped a, a historically blue seat. Well, I thought I saw something that Texas has decided they're going to vote in their house to claim that the 2020 election was null and void or fraud. Yeah, it was Republican led, though, so I'm not sure how far it's partisan. So I'm not sure how far that will go. We will see in the midterms. Yep. The, mid, the midterms will tell a lot. And in 2024, if the same guy runs for president that fell off his little tricycle. <laughs> okay. I got to give Biden some, I don't want to, it's not credit. So he was riding with bicycle pedals with cages Yeah, on and he them. got his foot hung up in the cage. And he got his foot hung up in right. the cage. And I, I, ridden a similar bicycle and I'll admit that I've had that issue before but who rides with cages anymore like now you have clip-in shoes and you clip in and clip out and that's been around for years yeah and why is an 80 year old guy riding with riding cages that, that, that are from of, like the 80s 80 right, from the that 80s type of system and maybe back in the 80s, he was fit enough and mental, his mental acuity was good enough that he could ride with those. But not 2022 for a guy right. that's had two aneurysms and all kinds of other issues and cognitive reasoning and all that. He yeah, be out. healthy, but don't ride yeah. with bicycles with cages on there, uh, the absolutely, pedals. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Okay, so speaking of the way things are going in the future, though, so California, um, huh. have you been talking to Elon Musk? Yeah, I have. No, <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. We're both from outer space. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Um, so there is so much red tape for pork now that California is losing another plant. So a pork packing plant is closing. And then. Not just that, but apparently it's turned out that California, to nobody's surprise, is last in rankings for business, so or business friendliness. So now we're losing a pork packing plant. We're losing businesses by the hundreds, no longer keeping their headquarters in California. 
and somehow California is just supposed to be the model of everything that is right. Whether it's EV or housing or whatever, I just, I don't understand how people think that California is a leader when Newsom tries to say California leads everything. Yeah, they lead everything right down the drain. Right. If we're supposed to be EV by 2035, but we can barely keep the power on as is, we've had to do flex power in California because of some hot days. Yeah, and rolling now they blackouts, us, right. They want us to add EV charging grids. You know, not just charging grids, sorry, but Biden wants to add more EV charging grids across the United States. California has so many electric vehicles already, but yet we can't charge at night because our power gets shut off. And now the rest of the United States is going to follow suit when 70 plus percent were put on notice that they're going to to possibly have rolling blackouts as well. Like, I, I just don't get what kind of it's crazy hard. Isn't it hard to grasp? their reality and the incontinuity of ideas is just astounding what they're thinking there has to be a driver no pun intended behind this (laughs) which which is these greenies that they don't even want people living on earth if you listen to them they think that the human human condition has destroyed the planet so they want everybody gone right and yet we're yeah but in the meantime let's do all of these random ideas that make no sense yeah it's the people that fly in these corporate jets that burn millions of gallons of fuel annually and they don't like john carry yes and they don't carry (laughs) he got carried away yes they do not care it's irrelevant to them he said, yeah, no more drilling. The U.S. doesn't need any more drilling, but excuse me while I fly around telling everybody that we need to do it different. And, of course, he doesn't care now because all of that's getting paid for by taxpayers to go tell other people to quit flying and quit using fossil fuels. Right, or our president, who aren't we supposed to be anti uh, people that don't like gays and people that don't like x y and z it will fly to saudi arabia and ask them kiss their tail ends and ask them to pump more oil for us right one of the nations in the world that still doesn't believe in any of that right we we want to support in the united states he wants to support and the claim is to support lbgtqia across the board and yet we go to countries and beg for them to do business with us and they are the complete opposite of everything we claim as a country to stand for. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Negative. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It makes a lot of sense to them, which makes zero sense to anybody else with um, some working brain cells. Well, it's like somebody at work once told me it's got, it has to be a disease. It has to be a disease. These folks have to not be able to process fact from fiction the the truth from falsehoods right and and looking down a train track that's straight and saying well about 100 yards from here this thing makes a 90 degree bend to the left well no it doesn't because we're all standing here looking at it and it goes straight 
Right. And if you look at all of the pressers that are given by the new press secretary, they they constantly tell us that reality is not reality. She she constantly tells us that reality isn't what we think it is. You're not seeing what you think you're seeing. Just to kind of segue into what that means for court cases. Okay, so in court, there was a prosecutor who was removed from a criminal case in Virginia for deliberately misleading the court. And I just kind of think about something like that. Like, what would happen if we look at the press secretary or we look at different and we say, you're deliberately misleading the people, you're gone. You're done. The court of public opinion, you've deliberately misled us. Why don't we have something like that? Because you can't keep telling me that the sky is not blue. And then just one day I'm going to you're going to beat it into me enough. I'm going to believe that the sky is not blue. Well, it's because they've come up with this little scheme or they're the ones that can write the laws to protect themselves so they can tell little falsehoods and not get in trouble for it. Oh, that's true. They do it all the time during campaigning. They do it to protect themselves and their own interests. They do not have the interests of their constituents or the American people at heart or in hand. Yep. And what's funny is, again, certain people can say things because if other people say those exact same things, they're going to get investigated, censured, or in Trump's case, impeached. There's no ability to try to sway with words, so to speak, because they can. They can say whatever they want and just come back and say, oh, well, I was just trying to get people on my side. I wasn't misleading. Trump says something and it's, oh, you are impeachable offense. You told somebody something that just doesn't work for us. Well, yeah, you can use, let's say, the the withdrawal of Afghanistan in my simple little mind. Okay, so let's say you, as a business owner, are tasked with providing your shoppers with protection in the event that something happens. Okay. Whether it's a fire through a fire system or whether it's security, if you have too many people or max occupancy in your building, if one or two or more of those people happen to die on your watch or in your store, one way or another, you're going to be held liable or accountable for that. Right. Yet you can have a guy that's in charge of an entire nation, 300 million people, who we all know that he has issues and he pulls people out of Afghanistan a certain way against, according to his leadership, against the way they wanted to do it. Right. And, and you have mass casualty and mass loss of life. Why is that individual, no matter who it is, Biden, Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, any of them, why are they not held accountable for their actions? Right. They just get to say, well, in, in Biden's case, he said, well, Trump came up with the, the plan and I just followed it. Yet he canned every other plan that Trump had. So why did he follow this one? If, if that were to be truthful, right. which that we know it wasn't. True, and we know it was not truthful. Right. There was already a pullout planned in Afghanistan, but he changed how it was going down. And for those of our listeners who don't know, there was a request by 
the State Department to change which airbase that things went out of and the withdrawal was going to end in that airbase. The military said strategically a different airbase should be the last one and Biden helped to give the go for the State Department to have their choice along with other decisions that were made that was one of the bad decisions. So the airbase was by military standards the wrong one to go with and it showed. Yes. Yep. Mistake after mistake after mistake. Maybe someday history will show that he was the worst of the worst presidents ever. Right. We shall see. So what's next? So what's next? <laughs> Tell me more. So let's talk about education. So we've talked before about our, our failing educational system, our failed education system. Yes. So something we do really well in the United States is just to say we need more money, especially in California. When something's not working, we just keep throwing more and more money at it. Well, in France, uh, starting in 2004, there was an area of France, a suburb that was very poor and the schools were terrible and failing. And it was the worst educational record in the region. And so what they did, they had a lot of poor and minority communities in this area. So what they did, instead of trying to throw more money specifically at the schools, they shut down the schools and then worked on a busing system to um, schools that were high achieving. But they didn't just shut it down and start busing. They actually started doing kind of a, a campaign with the parents to let them know what was going to happen, how it was going to work, any questions they had, how they could just identify and address all of their concerns. For instance, one concern was, okay, you bus my kid to this school, but if something happens, how do I pick them up? I don't have a car. So they addressed that concern by giving bus passes to the parents. And so they turned around from having a 50% dropout rate to having, uh, it, uh, so it went from 50% dropout rate. Now it is less than 6%. Grades have risen by at least 15% in this particular area. So they've taken the money and they've utilized it so well that they've actually seen the students elevated. And I think, okay, what if we used money right here in the United States? Because all we would do, especially in California, is just to keep throwing money at the broken system and not send the kids to the working system. Or another thing that they did in busing was to send kids from the working system to the not working system. So. Well, see, that's the thing, follow, follow the money, follow your leaders, because a lot of the educational system, it goes into the hands of the unions and the union leadership. Right, so could you There's imagine another... they shut down the poor schools and then only keep open the good schools, what would happen? We would never do that here, not in California. Right. Well, <laughs> until somebody with a pair of um, 36, 36 jeans steps up and says, you know what, we're going to fix all this. We're going to do, you know how you do that little sheet of paper and you draw a line down the middle and you put on the left side, you know, what's right, what's wrong on the right. Mm -hmm. And you start listing things. Like a pros and cons like or a pros rights and, and wrons. Same as the pros and cons, yeah. rights and wrongs. 
They need to list everything that's right. Okay, let's go to homeless. Nope, goes over to the right-hand column, wrong. Okay, let's go to our educational system. Nope, goes over to the right-hand column, wrong, not right. Let's go into the water, uh, California-wise and nationwide. Up, oh, it's on the right, it's in the wrong. Let's go to our, um, our infrastructure nationwide. No, it's in the right, it's on the wrong. Okay, so we could probably go through 10 to 20 things and they'd all be on the wrong side. So then we actually legitimately need to start doing these line items one by one. Okay, why is it wrong? Let's build a flow chart. Oh, why? Oh, it's all going to work its way back to follow the money. Yeah, <laughs> you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, just, you know, I was just looking at an article today on Hawaii. And here we go again, article after article, day after day with this elevated rail system. Oh, yes. It's a simple, yes, Hawaii area rapid transit. That's not going to be so rapid. And it's probably never going to be transit because it's probably going to be another 20 years before it moves one person. But it's a simple train system on a pole. It's a monorail system on a stick running on a very small island. That thing should have been done two or three years after it started. But they continually run out of money, they continually fire people, and they never make it to the left side of the page, which is right. Uh, well, I mean, they, California took a page out of their book because we still don't have a running transit, and we've been working on this for a couple of decades as well. And even in Hawaii, they said that, okay, now we can only get you to the airport, so we're going to go from the west side of the island to the airport it's like okay so how is that going to help all the people that need to get to downtown for work it's not so people aren't going to ride it as intended because they can't get to where they intended to go it it's a mess and as you said follow the money because if you look at where the money went but you'll never get it back so we could go after those people too i'm sure the statute of limitations is up on the early well, people. I'm, sh- I'm sure they're the five or seven or ten or whatever years is probably already passed. So you can't do anything to them. That's why you got to lock them down at the beginning of a contract. So you're going to do this for this amount of money. You promised us this job. You're going to do it or you're going to be held accountable. Your butt is going to go to jail if you steal the people's money and you don't complete the task. Right. And almost never do we do something about it. I watched uh, watching a lot of television while you guys are gone, but I'm watching history stuff. And the five and dime guy, Mr. Woolworth, and the way he ran his business and the way he built his building, the guy was pretty inventive and ingenious. And when he started something, it appears that he actually accomplished the job. Right. Instead of nowadays where we we give credit to not accomplishing the job or failure is an option. And, Complete and what utter that, failure. Yeah. Taking what your money and failing. <laughs> what does that go back to? That goes back to school and education and these crazy participation trophies and participation awards. Your generation made those up. So it's your fault. Well, then it then it's our fault if our generation came up with a participation award. I'm just kidding. I don't know that your generation did. I was just uh, no, it wasn't. making it's a Gen joke. X or Gen Yers. Don't blame it on me. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> they need to rethink the participation award and actually go to, hey, an accomplished a task award. I will say, though, I do remember that when my sister was playing softball, she played the, the league that she was in did kind of a two half a sort of league for the championships So the first half of the league winner played the second half of the league winner for the championship. So the first half of the league, they were doing okay, but, you know, not as well. Somebody else came up first. And then in the second half of the league, they were on top. So they got to play the winner of the first half of the league. And they ultimately ended up winning the championship. And so when it came time to present the awards for the championship, the first place, which is what they were, they got short red trophies. And the second place got tall blue trophies. And it was one of the moms on the team for the other team that got all of the awards made up. So uh, I think sometimes us moms can be the problem when we don't want to see our kids get second. That's amazing because this is the very first time I thought of that. But I do remember that. You remember that? Yeah, I remember her getting that. that. I'm like, oh, my God. I think I was in, like, eighth grade or something. I'm like, that is trash. That is garbage. I do do remember that. You know, and this isn't a a podcast where we whine and kvetch. We just try to highlight and bring out all the faults in people of things that need to be fixed. Yes, and we definitely need to fix fix them. This is Fix It Throat Punch Thursday. Yes. We're trying to... We're trying to bring awareness to everybody that our whole system is on the verge of collapse. And we have a leadership group at this time that I don't think is competent and capable of fixing anything. From our our lack of water in California, which article on the news yesterday, California still refuses to go all in with desalinization. Right. Uh, That's a fix. They refuse to bring some dams back into service. They refuse to make changes that benefit everybody and not just themselves. We have one thing that just irks me the most, and I wish I had a solution as a simple guy, and that's the homeless, because I saw another homeless guy yesterday that was standing on a street corner arguing with a light pole. Yeah, but having a, a knockdown argument, yet the leadership that's in charge of that stuff is making hundreds of thousands of dollars. The people that are at ground level to help him are making peanuts. If anything, a lot of them are volunteers. Volunteers, yes. Yeah, you've noted that before. It's it's getting worse, and we've talked about it time and time again. And, And I feel so sorry for them people. You know, I don't know what the fix is. You know, I don't know what the grand scheme of things are. Only Jesus knows that, you know. Yeah, but criminalizing them is not the answer, and I I definitely respect that. I know some people say lock them up and throw away the key. Criminalizing them is not the answer, but also just not helping them is not the answer either. No, looking at them downtown, putting them in a doggone storage shed for a home is not the solution either. I would rather see them in a skyscraper with 10,000 rooms to where they can get some scientific and psychological help 
Right. Let the people can... who know, like really know and aren't there just to make money. Offer yes. Them. Let the people in the know offer them help. And then if they can't be fixed per an expert, then you institutionalize them. Right. Because they need more help than living out, basically living out a normal, like, I don't mean a normal life. That's not what I'm trying to say. But you can't have, if you are not cognitively functioning, you can't live in the same environment as someone who is so then you need more help absolutely absolutely and then we move on to the next thing which is roadways you know transportation we have in our central valley here some of the worst roads in america at least on the west coast yeah i would say that the the roads are pretty bad we at traveling across the united states so so far we've traveled California from Central Valley to Southern Arizona, who I would say does a pretty good job on their roads. I really like Arizona roads. At least the ones I've been on have been pretty good. Right. New we Mexico. get the less populations by, by region and by state. I understand that. So their roads last longer. Oregon has some of the best roads ever. Yeah. It's funny how we can have such good roads. And I understand, like you said, how many people are traveling on them, corridors, stuff like that. It's just really interesting, like another thing too, driving through parts of Texas, the speed limit being 80 miles an hour and watching truckers do 80, <laughs> and that's legal. Um, I but it seems pretty to, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy because I'm not used to it. Right, but then when everybody's right. just going, I was th- I started to think about how in the Central Valley, once you're outside of Fresno, it's 55 mile an hour for truckers and 70 miles an hour for a regular car. How much of a hindrance it is when that 55 mile an hour person is like trying to pass another trucker. So they go out into the other side and just backs things up and it causes huge speeds like speeding up and slowing down. What would happen if everyone drove the same speed limit? Right. They opened it up. Yeah, seemed to do a little better in Texas than when we were in California. What's the speed limit in Arkansas? Uh, the area that we came into, 65 and under, because you hit a lot of small towns, so sometimes you'll get to 35 real fast, and then it's back up. Hey, one of the things you guys should have put on your list was to go see the Clinton Library. Yeah, I'm good with avoiding that. Yeah, I thought so. I don't need to support a rapist. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I'm with you. <laughs> and that's one thing I don't understand is how he hasn't been canceled. Bill Clinton, all of the stuff that he's done, been accused of, and has proven that he's done. Women who have never faltered in stating what he's done. And he still, he even does like co-leads on women's issues. I don't, I don't get it. He needs to be canceled. I'm not a huge proponent of canceling, but he's definitely someone who doesn't need to have a voice on women's issues. No, he needs to go away just like other presidents that ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Yeah. And they um, just disappear. Wasn't it Jimmy Carter? He builds homes for Habitat for Humanity quietly. I believe him and his brother started Habitat. So he just goes quietly off into the sunset every so often. I understand he's older now. Like a little story would come up. He built this house or did this thing. Right. Yeah. Here's another 
He was another um, terrible high gas guy. He created that he was. Yeah, he created some real animus in America with fuel and inflation and that sort of thing. Yeah, well, but I it, guess uh, our Biden is taking a note out of his notebook. But it taking mar- a page it out of his in, Yeah, it marshaled in one of the best presidents ever in the history of America, which was Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. yeah, Reagan has a pretty significant legacy. Right. He had his own issues, too, but. Oh, absolutely. They all do. Speaking of cognitive decline, no offense to Reagan. I refuse. Oh, I see. I refuse. refuse. No, that was one of the things that was said about Reagan was that he was helped through his second term because he was in decline, too. Yes, at the very end there, supposedly Mm -hmm. he was. Yeah. And he was around 80. Right, right. It was around that age, and that's not a terribly abnormal thing for some. No, but for Biden, it's worse because he's had two aneurysms. Right. He and he's so he's had the aneurysms. He's had the surgeries. He's definitely not someone who needs to be having all of that stress either. But potentially, he doesn't even know that he's president. So I guess (laughs) (laughs) he might. I've been saying that since day one. He probably has no clue what he's really doing. That's why he always throws other people's names out there, not names, but mentions other folks. Just like he did when he was uh, uh, at the beach the other day when he made the comment that they were they were going to make a decision and uh, they would let him know. Right. Isn't that so, the truth? Was that before yeah. or after his crash? That was um, shortly thereafter his crash. Yeah, they always just let him know what he's going to do. What's next? So <laughs> what yeah. do you want me to say? Put it on that, the teleprompter. That bicycle crash basically just described his economy. It's... Um, crashed to market. market yeah, it was crash. supposed to be transitory inflation, and now it's inflation here to stay, and it's Putin's well, we look war. At our investment Putin's portfolios war. and yeah. our retirement, and me getting close to retirement, and my 401k is sure not telling me that it's transitory, and and yeah. I should get adjusted to green energy. Yeah, mine's somebody's over 25%. My, yeah, somebody's taking my green backs. My yeah, money. that's your green energy. Green yes. for their energy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so do you like it's, giving cycli- them green it's cyclical, energy? though, because we were making a booming recovery from 08. And I'll bet if, if we trend this and we draw some lines there every time uh, middle class America starts actually getting ahead and getting some money in their account. Got to do a master reset. Wham, reset. Here we go. Oh, we got to take some of that money back. That's why they gave folks that money during the pandemic in the form of these little checks of whatever it was, 600, 1200, 1800, whatever your family size was. Right. And then with, within six months to a year, they ended up taking it all back in high gas prices, food prices, electric prices, clothing prices, and baby formula prices. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Just saying. A, yeah. <laughs> Pretty certain they uh, saw that and decided it was time. So where is Governor Whitmer from? Uh, Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer. So Jeez. she made some off-the-cuff comment about the definition of a woman. Oh, did she actually define what a woman is or say we can't yeah, give one? she refers to women as menstruating people. Nice. She, uh, I like it when I'm reduced to a bodily function. 
Like, yeah, you have ovaries and a uterus, so you're reduced to a bodily function. How, how about we define everything as, yes, there is a man, there is a woman, and even though there's been thousands of years of science to show there's man and woman, there may potentially be X, you know, but do you, I, I always use, here you go with me, I'm just a simple guy. I always use a simple guy analogy. So you want to add a room onto your house. Okay. Do you tear the entire house down for 10%? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That makes the most amount of sense. It makes the most sense, okay, right? No. no. You just yeah. add the room or you remodel the room or whatever. So why are we trying to tear down every fabric of society to add one or two or three new names? Because we've been told that our entire society is founded on being racist and sexist, and therefore the whole entire thing has to go. So then we need to do a case study and let the, the group of individuals try their own little study on themselves, and let's see how it works out. Wasn't there, I swear there was a billionaire who was going to do that. Like he was actually going to have his own little town and prove that you can live without, like kind of without money and everybody does their own part and you get housing and food and all of that. And as long as everybody's working together, it all works. I got to look that up and see if it actually. Yeah, uh, he's going to try his own utopian society. Yes, it was going to be a billionaire's utopian society. It's interesting that she's the same person as asking Biden to suspend the gas tax, yet she refused to vote or she vetoed her own state's gas tax holiday. Right. So you do it, but I'm not going to do it. Yes, that's that for thee, not for me. Well, that's California, too. Over $2 per gallon goes to all these different taxes, including feds. It's feds, feds, city, state, all of that. And the state, who's a little bit bigger portion on one end, wouldn't put a holiday on the state tax portion. Feds are still, you know, going back and forth. So California has over $2 a gallon going to all of this stuff. Uh, in taxes, and yet they won't put a holiday on that. Won't help the people out. How about we just stop all road construction right now, pause it for a while, and just drop the road tax permanently. Not permanently, but temporarily until this thing flips or something, you know, something happens here. We get right. these mean oil companies to start pumping more oil or something. And everybody else is tightening their budget. Why are we just spending like there's... Spending like drunken sailors. Yeah. Isn't that the old phrase? Yeah, what do you do with a drunken or, sailor? Or a phrase? Yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk. What a guy. I would <laughs> He's actually busy like to, saving the world. I would actually like to meet him. I think that'd be pretty interesting. That's on my bucket list. Meet Elon Musk? Yes, meet Elon Musk. This has been a podcast produced and edited by the Dirt Sailor Duo. Mark and Shannon are a father-daughter team who both served in the United States Navy. This production is protected by copyright laws. Until next time, anchors away.